Welcome to the Come Follow Me for You and Me podcast, a podcast following the Come Follow Me curriculum from the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. I'm your host, Ashley Lottenan-Singchun. In this podcast, I will share lessons with short thoughts and impressions from our weekly lessons and leave you with an invitation each time of ideas to ponder or things to do to put in action in your life. I'm excited to learn and grow with you as we all learn more about following the Savior. Thanks for being here. Hey, we're connected. Awesome. Okay, so welcome back, everyone, to the Come Follow Me for You and Me podcast. Um, I have a fun and special guest on today's episode. It's my twin sister, Michelle. So I think it will be interesting to hear if you can tell a distinction between our voices. I was just getting back to like our practice run on this, and like I, we do sound very similar. So. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited to see like I'll, when we're done going back to listen to it again and see like just how different or how similar we actually sound. So yeah, I know that's so funny. I feel like whenever my kids hear your voice, is that you, mom? That I know that's like with like Tommy. Whenever Tommy like hears you on something, I feel like that he instantly like looks like. <laughs> hey, I'm confused why my like I, he just like you can definitely tell he recognizes that sound. You know exactly mom so yeah exactly so it's super fun yeah um so, hey Michelle, do you want to introduce yourself tell us a little bit a little bit about you yeah so um my family and I currently live in Miami Florida um we have three kids Deegan's 13 Caden's 10 and Easton is six um I work as a first grade teacher here and my husband works for the military here so We've kind of lived a life of vagabonds. Vagabonds, is that the word? Vagabonds? I think vagabonds? so. That works. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I feel like we move a lot. So that's, this is where we currently call home, though. So we're so, Yeah. Uh, that currently. Because yes. I saw you post today on um, Facebook that you guys have been back in America for a year today. It's wild. But yeah, a year today, we made the journey home. It's crazy. And I guess we can tell people from where, where were you at that you came back from? Yeah, right before we moved here, we lived in um, South Korea for five years um, on a military assignment. So, yeah, it feels like a dream. Like I mentioned in the Facebook post, we talk about it and I feel like we, I mean, it happened. That was five years. That's a big chunk of time. But when we look back, it feels like it was a dream. It's crazy. I, I remember when you guys left, I feel like that was like one of the saddest days ever for me. Like, so I guess. For those who are listening, so I, I lived with Michelle and her family for, it was a year and a half. Yeah, maybe, maybe that, that too. It was, it was a little bit of a time. Yeah. yeah. And I remember like, this was when they lived in, so they lived in D.C. or the D.C. Maryland area before they moved to Korea. And the morning they flew to South Korea, I was one of the saddest days ever for me. I remember just driving back from the airport because I helped drop you guys off. Um I had to go to work and I was like just sobbing like all the whole way back. So I was just like, I don't want all I do without Michelle and her family. So, and it's so sad. We it's, haven't seen each other since you've been back in America because of the pandemic. So I know it's, it's crazy. I was talking to some coworkers and they live right next to their family. Their families are always over. And Aww. I think the last time I've seen my, some of my family members, like yeah. it's a sad, I know, I've, sad reality. Yeah. Ugh. 
Well, I think we don't want to dwell on the bad stuff because we were just, you're just telling me what you were going to talk about and there's happier scenes, right? So, (laughs) so today we're going to, yeah, yeah. So we're going to talk about some, um, I asked Michelle to share some insights or something that stood out to her in Moroni chapter 10. So this is the last week of our chapters in the Book of Mormon. So, which is so crazy, but Michelle, what were you, what was stood out to you? Yeah. So when I first went after you asked me, um, to share some insights, I've been looking over the chapter this week. And like I mentioned, there's so many powerful things that are talked about in this chapter. We learn about the invitation to, um, pray to know the truthfulness of the book of Mormon. We learn about spiritual gifts. We learn about, um, charity and there's, there's just so much in there. And so I was trying to think like, Oh man, how do I narrow this down? And this morning, as I was getting ready, I was listening to the podcast, um, don't miss this on. And I listened to their chapter 10 video, I guess. Uh And I was just, they talked a lot about, I am remembering this past year. They talked about how Moroni is kind of like chapter 10 is kind of like a, um, um, I don't know how they said it exactly, but it's basically, I mean, it is, it's that last part of the book of Mormon. And they said that their invitation was to look back at the beginning of the book of Mormon and to kind of think about life then and now. And, and I really love that. It really um, kind of stood out to me. So then I went to the chapter, chapter 10, verse three. Is it okay if I read that? Read that? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Awesome. Go ahead. Yeah. So Ronan chapter 10, verse three says, behold, I would exhort you that when you shall read these things, if it be wisdom and God that you should read them, that you would remember how merciful the Lord hath been unto the children of men from the creation of Adam, even down until the time that you shall receive these things and ponder it in your hearts. And I just felt, I felt, I guess my heart was softened when I read that because I had mentioned to my sister and my mom in our, in the messenger chat that we have that we had a pretty rough weekend in our family and I wasn't really feeling the spirit that much when I woke up this morning and, oh, and yeah. I feel like maybe that's normal life. <laughs> Hopefully. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. And I shall, I have to say like, I cracked up so much. I mean, I guess you can maybe laugh on about it today. Maybe. So I guess I'll just briefly share like last night, our six year old, he gives us a run for our money. He is a little bit of a, I don't know. My husband and I look at each other and think, what are we going to do with this kid? And (laughs) I don't know. We had a rough night and I had sent Easton to his room because he needed just time by himself. And Deegan was there with him. And Deegan said, and we were, Greg and I were watching the kids over our um, Alexa devices. We have a camera. Uh Deegan, I heard him say, man, I have, in my 13 years, I have never heard mom get that mad. (laughs) <laughs> um, are you told, are you telling Easton that like I'm... he said that so kind of like I don't even know what why he said that but like kind of like he's, cake. he's like taking the cake on the family yeah. <laughs> so that's how that's how you woke up feeling like that was the night like yeah exactly and then um my our family is currently I guess self quarantining as I say it okay. yeah um, Easton, one of his classmates, tested positive for coronavirus, and so he's been required by the health department to quarantine. Um, so that just has brought back a lot of, I guess, the only way I can describe it is like PTSD feelings. Yeah, when the pandemic began, and 
I'm not going to lie, like Thursday, Friday, I was in this, I felt like this dark cloud was just kind of over me thinking like, I can't do this again. I cannot stay inside my house. I can't teach from home. I don't want, our kids were crying. I don't want to go to school online. And it was, that's what you were doing Thursday and Friday. That's what was on Thursday, Friday. Like that was a week that we had leading into the weekend. And. Oh, wow. That's, that's so hard. I mean, and that, and so. I guess bringing that full back to why this verse stood out to me is because it's easy for me to look back and think about all of the hard things that have happened this year. Like it is for any of um, us. We can look back. Yeah. And, yeah. Right. And when you hear the word March or April or May, don't you immediately have like, Oh my gosh. Yeah. Right. You remember what yeah. it was like then. And, uh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. But I also stopped in this verse and the video that I watched. And then this verse reminded me, to remember how merciful the Lord has been. And that really just kind of stopped me because I, I stopped and I looked back on the past nine, 12 months. And I, I've seen the Lord's hand in our lives, even in the middle of these really hard things. Um, for example, I think being back in America, one is probably the biggest mercy because if we were still in South Korea, uh, I don't even know when we would come back to America. You know, I, to say that. I, that's yeah. so true like because it's like who knows when international travel is going to come back to like normal like exactly. i had not even thought about that so which that would be maybe even make it worse because like i know that was sometimes kind of feeling like an isolated feeling there right exactly like, exactly yeah exactly wow. so i feel like greg and i we've talked about that like just being in america is right away the biggest blessing we've seen and our move back to America was unexpected. Like we had planned to be in Korea another year or two. And then all of a sudden, Greg got an email, like, we want you to take this job. And we felt as soon as we read that email, we knew we had to go back. And isn't that crazy? So when I think about it, I'm like, like, Oh, you were totally. My father was absolutely aware of like how this would be like for you, like emotionally and mentally. Right. And that like, exactly the best place for you to, to handle this would be in America and not in a foreign country. Right. Right. But I feel like, I mean, it's kind of not funny, but like considering how South Korea is handling it, they're doing a much better job than, than America. Gosh. Okay. But, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, but you would maybe be stuck there. Exactly. And even in the middle, in the middle of all of this, we've actually seen some family like Greg's sister i mean brother and their family lives in louisiana we drove and visited them for a few days and then mom and dad came and visited us for a week this would that would not have happened if we were it's there. so true so yeah. true yeah so despite the fact that america is not doing as well as south korea like yeah. you've been able to see some family exactly yeah and we've just been so blessed and greg has a, a good job we live a mile from both of our works our work awesome. works yeah um, and right before the pandemic, everything shut down. I got a long-term sub position at a school that really <laughs> led into me having an income from February on when that would have been a super stressful time not to have any income from me, you know, just to kind yeah. of try to survive on just right. one income. And I think, and that led into a great job that I have now in a great school. And I think we've been healthy, you know, um, we've been really blessed. And so I just think um, it's easy to focus on the hard things when we're in the middle of the hard things. And I love this chapter because, or this verse specifically, because we, in the chapters leading up to this, we've 
we've read so many sad things a whole po- and whole entire so population of people have been destroyed you know so and true. then moroni stops and he says just remember how merciful the lord's been and when you think back in the book of mormon and everything that happened before moroni chapter 10 like really amazing things have happened so right right oh my yeah. gosh i have not really th- i love this insight michelle i had not thought of it like this like i feel like you were it- super inspired like well, the spirit I, definitely. <laughs> I mean really i hadn't considered it and like i said when i had been thinking i'm like what am i going to share like this really came out of nowhere so in my mind yeah. it's what the lord was trying to teach me today too so yeah oh i love it because i feel like i totally agree like at times it can just feel like this year like it's so easy to focus on all the bad stuff that's happened this year but like there's still been so many good things that have come out of it so I mean, absolutely absolutely i love that so um, what was the invitation that you that um, you th- thought we could leave with people? Yeah, so my invitation would be just to think back on the year um, and just think about the blessings that you've seen in your life and think back on where you've seen the Lord being merciful in your life and maybe not even just in your life, but in the world, because I think sometimes that can be almost even more overwhelming, just the condition of the world. But think back about the blessings yeah. we've seen that the Lord's given to us, the, the blessing yeah. technology has been the blessing of me- modern medicine, the blessing oh, yeah. of all of these things. So that would be my invitation just to f- look back on just how the Lord has been merciful in your life and those around you. So, Oh, Michelle, this is so awesome. I, I feel like that now, as I'm thinking, I need to like make a list of all right? like the blessings. Cause I feel like, yeah, <laughs> it can be do. so, yeah. I'm uh, sorry. What'd you say? Oh no, I said, I do too. I mean, I, this is a thought I've had, but I need to do the same thing. I need to sit back yeah. so and write it down too. Yeah. So I, I I'm going to do that and I invite everyone else to do the same too. So, well, Michelle, I'm super, super excited and super grateful that you're able to be on here. Um, I am super inspired by Michelle all the time. It's been her, her like schooling experience has been crazy. And I, I just makes it, if nothing else, it makes me feel super grateful and happy that the spirit taught you that so, so that you could like feel peace. Cause I know it's been very, very hard over there in a lot of ways with the yeah. pandemic and how it impacted your guys' family. So yeah, well, it makes me so happy to know that like, that if nothing else, I feel like that that's like such a tender mercy that Heavenly Father is aware of you specifically. Mm-hmm. And he was trying to find a way to help you to feel loved. I guess yeah, if exactly. that makes sense. No, and that's one thing I've thought I'm always in awe of, in awe of, sorry. How no, I no. Best, but, but just how God can be so mindful of one person in the middle of billions of people on this earth. So yeah. I am yeah. grateful for that, for that reassurance today. So awesome. Well, thank you. I, I definitely thank felt the spirit you. as you were talking and I hope, and I know that other people did as well. So um, yeah, we just leave the invitation with you guys to think back on 2020 and write down all the blessings and remember how the Lord's unmerciful to you this year. And with that, we'll see you next time. Thanks, Thanks Michelle. Ma- Thanks, Ashley. Okay, bye. Okay, bye. Thank you so much for listening to the Come Follow Me for You and Me podcast. Your love and support means so much to me. I hope you've learned something today that will help you in your journey of following the Savior. 
Come hang out with me on Instagram at comefollowme underscore for you and me, where I will share more thoughts and impressions from this week's lesson. I would love to hear what you are learning each week over there as well, as you are heeding the Savior's call to come follow me. I'll see you next time. Thank you.